Good morning, and welcome to the Modern Day MoBro. We are going to be talking today with my very best friend in the world. His name is Larry Hunt, um, and Larry and I have known each other since the first day of kindergarten, so whenever I was like six, and we have just been very good friends my whole life. He, I consider him closer to a brother than a friend, if I'm being honest, um, and I just really love Lars. Um, we aren't talking about any uh, professional stuff today. I figured that a big part of why I did the podcast was so that I could better utilize my study of Come Follow Me. And so today we're actually going to be diving into some of the Come Follow Me topics and and going down that road. So Larry, just a little bit about Larry's background. Um, Larry works for Intel. He has an MBA and helps with their marketing department. Um, guy's a baller. Uh, one of the smartest people I've ever met. And if we had more Larrys in this world, the world would be a better place. I say that often. So, all right, I'm going to bring Larry in. Lars. Hello. Hey, buddy. You're muted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did this the other day with uh, in, in my podcast. I was like, I can't hear anyone. What's going on? Because I was muted. Can you hear me now? I'm going to pause our recording. That way, once we get you rolling, we can do that. So, yeah. Um, hi, man. Apparently, I was muted again. I really need to do it. The problem is, is I'm in the school, and so if I have, like, stuff going on in the background, kids come in, and they're like, what are you, what are you watching, Mr. Persley? What's going on? I'm like, Ugh. So I'm, like, always, either my volume's, like, always down or muted pretty much all the time. So that was uh, my bad. But no you, you look well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Happy to. Whatever this thing me. is. I really need to get my terminologies down. Um, I am just, I've been thrilled to have you on and to kind of talk about this stuff. Um, this week, uh, I, I reached out to you about kind of this topic. I, I think it's kind of a fascinating one. The, the question was, um, the Lord can make me holy which is, and, and then they gave a quote by Sister Carol F. McConkie. I'm not sure if she's related to Bruce or not. Do you? Carol F. McConkie? Yeah. I I don't know, but I've been on a Bruce R. McConkie kick, uh, kick lately. The elders around here didn't know who Bruce R. McConkie is, so I started, like, pulling up a bunch of quotes from him. And In fact, she graduated from ASU. That's how you know the church is true. And she is not a McConkie. She's married to one. Oh, that checks out, actually. Um, either way, she said, so they give us a quote. Holiness is making the choices that will keep the Holy Ghost as our guide. Holiness is setting aside our natural tendencies and becoming a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord. And then says, our hope for holiness is centered in Christ, in his mercy and his grace. Um, and so then the, the question kind of goes to, 
um, how is the Lord helping you to become more holy? And that's kind of what I was one wanting to talk about for, for you. How, how does the Lord help you today to be more holy? And, and how do we set ourselves apart um, and do that? Oh man, that's, there's so much to unpack there. Um, right. How does the Lord help me be more holy? Well, I guess the way that I would first, that would start is I believe that the religious term becoming more holy is synonymous with um, a more layman's term of self-improvement. Okay. I don't feel like holiness is just, um, how still you can be during church, you know, how um, many hours a day you read the scriptures. I feel like holiness is the term that was used anciently, what we now just call self-improvement, where when we are becoming more like our heavenly father, we're improving all aspects of our lives. Yeah. And so how does the Lord help me become more holy I feel like the Lord's um, teaching example is um, example or teaching method of holiness is example. Yeah. And so when I think of how is the Lord helping me be holy, it's doing it by exemplifying himself. I think on top of that, one of the things that I, I really struggle with members of the church that, I I see this often of the this pursuit of perfection that I have to be perfect all of the time and if I'm not perfect then I've dropped the ball and I, I, you see with especially like Mormon moms mm-hmm. they, they, this I have to look perfect all the time and maybe that's where they're at and maybe that's just how they are good for you if you're perfect I but I'm not that person and I don't know that I can ever be that person that's totally perfect but I think that it's taking a step every day and making sure that the Lord is in my life and is uh, integrated and an important part of who I am and what I'm doing and building that relationship um I just before you got in here I was kind of like oh I should like do a little bit of homework and so I was reading some of the reading from this week and in Zechariah chapter one, verse three, which the come follow me is about Zechariah one, verse mm-hmm. three, chapter, it's really all of Zechariah. Um, but really liked this verse when it says, therefore say unto them, and this is the Lord talking to Zechariah, therefore say unto them, thus saith the Lord of hosts, turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. And I've found that, and, you know, there's always examples of, of people that aren't able to achieve or succeed or, or that have trials that are so heavy to bear. But what I've found is that when I give to the Lord, the Lord gives back. And when I put my part in, I'll see him in my life. And I'm blessed because of that. But the big part of that is looking for that. And I, I need to identify like, okay, this is the Lord that's helping us and blessing us in this way and recognizing that. And so. Absolutely. I love that verse. I think that's such a simple verse. Um, I, I'm glad you pointed it out. And I think it's a great uh, response to people who may feel 
an unnecessary amount of pressure to be perfect. I think that verse is a great one, um, especially in the Old Testament, where sometimes you have to dig a little harder to get to the really good verses. Um, but I like that, like, turn unto me and I will turn unto you. I think it's simple. I think it's beautiful. I think it's absolutely a great um, solution to what you're talking about. I've generally found that those are the verses that build me up the most and strengthen me the, the most. I, you'll, you'll see them in Isaiah as well, a bunch. This come to me and I will come to you. And, and I try to do that. I, I know uh, the other day we were playing video games with our bros and we, you, I am often the host and I, I used to put a name in that was fairly racy. And um, I've tried to tone that back as, with, with new callings and just trying to be a little more holy. I'm, I'm, and, and it's small and simple things that I think make a big difference. Um, you know, I, I, for the most part, since I've been called into the bishopric, I haven't done a whole lot of major changes in my life other than this could change here. I'm going to do that. Or this can change. And, and, I think that that's where you start. I don't think you start with big changes to make yourself, to, to sanctify your life. Yeah. And maybe sometimes you need to do a big change, but in general, I think that if you try to kill all of your demons at once, your angels will go with them. <laughs> that's a good phrase. Um, I, I think of um, a lot of fitness, fitness people say, what is, They'll ask a question, then answer it. They'll say, what's the best workout? And they'll say, the one that you'll do. The best workout is one that you will do. And so I feel like, can you hear Lance? I can. He's All right, let's meet Lance. Hold on one second. No, he's fine. Pause a second. Hey, Lance, can you say hi? Hey, Lance. Say hi, Tanner. Hi, Tanner. You sure, Tanner, what you got? This is Larry's son, Lance. What's this? Lance, what's that? That's the Grinch. That's the Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. All right, you need to go see Mama, okay? You need to go see Mama? Yeah. That has to work, okay? I need a hug. Okay, give me a hug. Oh, okay. Bye-bye, Lance. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Oh, sorry about that. Don't feel bad. He's cute. I think I kind of like sharing him. Because he's, yeah. Oh, and, and that's why we do all of this stuff is for, for the future generations. For oh, the, the next Having step. a child changed my whole world perspective. Like, people talk about that. And I had no idea how true it was until I had one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I believe that. I, I I hope it changes my perspective. We'll see. Oh, it's crazy. Well, yeah, I like I like what you're saying, and um, I go back to that. The best workout is one you'll do. I think the best plan of holiness is something that you will do, because any plan, no matter how great and grand its scope and its 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 goals, um, is worthless if it's not something that is feasible. So it's something you're going to do. Yeah. Well, and I, that's part of why I like this question of how does the Lord make you more holy? It's not saying how did the Lord perfect you? It's how am I, what am I doing to better sanctify my life, better make myself holy? 
And what, what are the little things that I'm doing? Because that's for sure where you should start and, and where you should continue if you're already on the path, you know, is what's the little thing that I can do more and, and focusing on that. That makes me think of the Savior's interactions with people in the New Testament. Like we, I think we forget that in the New Testament, when we see Christ interacting with other people, he is very rarely um, harping on people. He's very rarely like. Unless you're selling uh, stuff in the temple. Yeah. Unless, and it's funny, his, he is the hardest of, he's the hardest on corrupt members of his own sect. Right. Yeah. Everyone else, like he dines with sinners. He talks with the woman at the well and he just treats everybody like, Hey, I'm just here to love you. I'm just here to help you. Right. It's, it's so it's, they're all positive interactions. Yeah. Except for the people who need to hear that what they're doing is not okay. And honestly, I have very little problem with the people that he calls out. I think they're corrupt and they know they're corrupt. Well, and while I, so there's like two sides of this that I look at. Cause yeah. Um, the, the savior is very harsh on his, on, on the corrupt religious following. Mm-hmm. What that looks like. And you should be, but also I'm like, I'm a, I, I, being in leadership positions, you, you gotta be, per- you, you, you need to not be perfect, but you need to be analytical of what you're doing and what you're saying and how that. You're sending a message with what you're doing, right? Yeah. yeah I get that. People are watching and, but at the same time, like you're never going to be perfect and be, but be authentic and, and real in what you are doing, I think is important. I had a missionary tell me once, um, he was a leader on my mission who I really liked. Uh, he said, um, the difference between a good missionary and a bad missionary is good missionaries care and bad missionaries don't. Oh, I love that. I do too. Cause I always felt like good missionary and bad missionary were thrown around maybe a little too, a little too, uh, willy nilly. Yeah. And I, I can get behind what he well, said. You can always be a bad missionary. You can yeah. always be a bad member that you're like, I will never be this perfect person. But good missionaries care. And I feel like the same thing could be applied to leaders of the church. Like, I think so long as you are concerned and so long as you're like aware of this and trying to do a good job that you can safely, like, I don't think you would catch a rebuke from the savior. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working towards this. Yeah. Love it. Well, Lars, I I just really appreciate you coming on today. I, these aren't supposed to be crazy long, and and I feel like we've kind of hit this topic really well. I I love what I'm taking from this is don't be hard on ourselves. Like, be trying and and don't be hard on yourself. You are good enough. You are, and I think don't let the pendulum swing too far in that same direction. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't ever shame yourself into thinking you're not good enough. But at the same time, don't ever stop moving forward at the same time. Don't let that lull you into a, a sense of, oh, I don't need to do anything. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, we talk about um, right now, I'm personally of the opinion that we are seeing a mass exodus from the church and from religion in general. And I think it's because we have left doing the three big easy things that you need to do. Say your prayers read your scriptures, go to church. church. If you do those three things, it's going to work out. If you don't, you're, you're, you gotta do them like that. That's, 
And that's a great starting point because those are three very easy things. Having heard it all my life, I couldn't agree more. Those like, there's a reason that we have figured out those three things because that is, that is it. That's the key to a foundation of your testimony. And I get, I, you know, I, I can't say I read my scriptures every day, but I have an alarm that reminds me to read my scriptures every day. And like, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, and again, it's, am I, am I working towards this? You're doing a good job, buddy. You're, and you are just wonderful, Lars. You're a foundational member of my life. And I'm just so thankful for you and all that you do. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Um, One of the best things I ever did was becoming friends with you, buddy. Thanks, man. That that goes both ways. It turns out, even though you were uh, the worst in primary school, <laughs> such a, <laughs> you were also the best. It's so funny that we had such a bad start at Ultimate Enemies in kindergarten and then turned into best friends. I, I, in our intro, I, I was kind of saying, oh, this is Larry Hunt. And I knew him, but I didn't mention that we were like best friends. But anyway, I got to go. People are knocking okay. on the door. So. Good to see you, buddy. Bye. Bye.